0: Welcome to the Yoga Teeth Podcast. Mindfulness for dental professionals. I'm your host, Heather Bolton. On this episode, our guest will be Caitlin Parsons, the Aligned Hygienist. Caitlin Parsons is a registered dental hygienist for 12 years, a certified yoga therapist, and an ergonomics and lifestyle coach. She's a chronic pain survivor who healed workplace pain and injuries through yoga therapy, posture optimization, and ergonomics. Caitlin is the CEO of Caitlin Pars' Yoga Therapy and the founder of The Aligned Hygienist. Caitlin is passionate about helping dental professionals prevent, reduce, and overcome workplace pain, manage stress, and optimize their energy and health. Caitlin loves to help the dental community optimize their health, become better clinicians, team members, and leaders in the industry through her online programs, speaking, and her podcast, The Aligned Hygienist. So excited to have her be a guest on the Yoga Teeth Podcast. I am so excited to have you here, Caitlin, today. I saw that you're really into mindfulness, and I just thought it would be super fun, so... We're gonna have Caitlin Parsons on yoga teeth today. And she, um, we're gonna talk about how mindful ergonomics can increase your dental hygiene career. Yes,
1: so. something I am so passionate about. Thank you for having me on. I'm so glad you met.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. I feel like we are kindred spirits. <laughs> um, but I would love to hear like your background and everything like where you're from and like just some personal matters
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i am i was born and raised outside of boston massachusetts went to dental hygiene school at the university of new england in portland maine graduated in 2008 and started working right away i was 22 when i actually got my physical hygiene license and started working like crazy Temping, and then I landed in my first dental home, amazing group practice in my hometown, actually, and really early on in my career I started experiencing a ton of pain. A lot of it was not taking care of myself, um, not being present, uh, bad ergonomics for sure. But another piece to it was I was in a really bad car accident when I was 16. I hit black ice, hit a, like the biggest tree in my town, I joke about, and flipped my car. Um, and it brought my body. Luckily, I didn't have any major injuries, but my body was completely out of alignment. And I didn't know that. So fast forward to starting working, working five and six days a week. I had neck and shoulder pain, low back pain, hip pain, and essentially it it led me to yoga, which I was pretty much anti-yoga at that point. <laughs> Started going to a hot yoga class and realized, like, okay, there's something here because I'm feeling better. But I started to the more I went and the more I generally felt better, but then after a long day, the pain would come back. I started to wonder a lot of things. I, I wondered because of how much pain I was in, like if my career was actually sustainable long term. Um, did I have to look into disability insurance? Like all of those things. And there was another part that I was like, there has to be something out there that can be, and I don't think I used the the term therapeutic at that point, but there has to be something out there that can be targeted to dental professionals specifically. And those muscles that we use regularly um, led me to this download that was like, oh, you're meant to actually heal your own pain so you can help others heal theirs, especially in the dental industry. So that was kind of the midst of my search of you know, Googling yoga therapy, therapeutic yoga, yoga for dental professionals. There wasn't much at the time, but essentially I went to my first yoga teacher training, which was completely different than therapeutics. Then I decided to move to San Diego and move to California because in all the research I was doing, I knew it was way more progressive than what was available in my town where I was living. So I pretty much up and left, packed my bags. I was 24 when I moved. Um, and that was, yeah, 10 years ago, moved across the country, me and my dog and my little Nissan Sentra and got my dental hygiene license here, did another yoga teacher training and then started, and then like literally synchronistically right af- after I got my dental hygiene license here in California, um, San Diego's first ever yoga therapy program opened up a mile down the street from my house. And I was like. Yep. I'm uh, second person enrolled and that was in 2013 I started. And so I used my yoga therapy program essentially, which is over a thousand hours of clinical study and working with doctors and um, using it more, using the yoga practices in a little more therapeutic realm. But I used it a lot for my own understanding of my own body and my own health and bringing my body back into alignment, understanding how to, sit, how to have good posture, how to move my body with more ease, how to be more present, reduce stress, and not hold it all over my body. Um, and then I just started teaching more therapeutic yoga for healthy back classes, started working with people privately, became kind of a, a specialist in back pain and chronic pain and injury recovery, um, and then started to slowly dip my toes into helping done professionals specifically. Um, and then... Dun dun dun! Twenty twenty hits, pandemic happens. I had a like private yoga therapy practice and was teaching yoga on the side of working as a dental hygienist three days a week. Um, but I just knew from a really early point that my dental hygiene career would only last so long, and I was meant to do something different for the dental community. But I always like tried to deny it and downplay it, but. Uh, once the pandemic hit and I was not in the office working and doing my own like side business, working with clients remotely, I just realized like, that's what I loved to do and felt there was a bigger need for me. So July 1st, 2020 was my last day in the office. And since then I've, uh, created a couple programs for dental hygienists. I have a monthly membership to teach people really how to live a pain-free life, how to move better Um, and I have a 12-week program specific to dental hygienists that's teaching them all of the tools that I wish I had ergonomics posture stress management how to be more mindful in and out of the op and yeah here we are (laughs) I've kind of developed my branding is moving towards becoming the aligned hygienist and not that I am the most aligned hygienist it's I think a kind of like what we talked to on your podcast that you just did for mine is this idea that we are constantly on a journey of becoming more aligned, more aligned in our body, more aligned mind, energy, and more aligned in our, our career. So that's what I'm passionate about, helping dental professionals feel better, body, mind, and energy. So we not only can be better hygienists or better dental professionals in the off, but that we can enjoy our lives and that we have energy left over for our family and to do what we love because at the root of everything that's why we're here is to have a little fun to enjoy ourselves and to find a deeper
0: meaning and excitement for life i couldn't agree more because if we can take care of ourselves in the up then it will impact the rest of our life too and practicing good ergonomics is a major thing because if we don't, yeah. then it can affect your body, which can affect the rest of our life. Do you have any tips for how hygienists can practice mindfulness and ergonomics? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the the first step to
1: being more mindful and to practicing mindful ergonomics would just be to start being a little more mindful. And we talked about this on your episode, but one big thing is just being in our body a little bit more, taking deep breaths, being present for our patients. Um, I'd say that would be the first step, starting to just be more mindful, whether it's a yoga practice or just taking five deep breaths every day or before you get into the office. But then when it comes to our ergonomics, mindfulness is so important because we are busy. We have a lot going on. We are constantly inundated with patient stuff, you know, front office sending us messages that our next patient is here, and and where's the doctor, like, all of the things. But when when we're rooted in presence and a mindfulness, we can be aware of all of these things. They can all exist without being too overwhelming. Um, I would say, what's, like, the first step for mindfulness for ergonomics? I would say just, like... One thing you can start to do is just at the beginning of every day, set your space up, your room up, your chair up in a state that is, you know, in a, in a good ergonomic state so that every patient you're not fiddling over and over with the chair or swiveling around or practicing poor ergonomics. So one, setting yourself up at the beginning of the day, taking that extra minute to, to really, um, feel good in the space that you're in, because that's so important. Another piece is remind yourself. How can you, whether it's, you know, setting an alarm on your phone, which might not be as practical for dental hygienists, it could be a post-it that's in your operatory that just reminds you to put your head back or like press your head back or to relax your shoulders down, or maybe it just says ergonomics. But that reminder, if you're looking at it over and over, creates a muscle memory And creates a new if you're constantly just starting to become aware over and over awareness is the first key to change and really when you're seeing it over and over you're creating and you're shifting your alignment your ergonomics you're creating a new pathway in your mind-body connection and the more that you're doing that again you're you're going to create better habits
0: oh man Caitlin my little heart is jumping up and down and getting (laughs) right now like the way you phrase all of that it is so perfect and i love how the first step for practicing mindfully ergonomics isn't even necessarily in the chair while we're with the patient it starts Mm -hmm. with feeling safe and secure and being prepared for the day and it's basically setting us up for success yeah Yeah, I have a, like I shared, I
1: have that 12 week program for hygienist. And before I ran it as a beta round and ergonomics is a big piece of it. And I realized like, okay, what are are the steps to like really optimizing our health in and out of the op? And of course, again, ergonomics is a huge piece that there's like a, there's things that have to happen before we actually sit down in the operatory. We have to understand good posture and how we carry ourselves throughout our everyday life so that when we jump in the op, it's not just setting your room up and the hand piece up uh, in this specific way in your seat, it's how you're positioning yourself, it's the way that you're
0: breathing, it's the way that you're showing up, Um, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I, um, having the yoga background and the mindfulness, I was like, this is really hard to have all this ergonomics. what, clock position? Wait, my hands? Mm-hmm. What, my head? Like, my elbows? Like, everything. And then I just practice the what I learned in yoga. And I would always have a hard time, like, sitting up straight because I'm like, oh, that's really hard. I have to focus on my back. But in reality, I learned it doesn't even take any energy to sit up straight if I'm just focusing on where I'm seated. Mm-hmm, hmm Not, yeah. like, um, like, my bum. <laughs> yeah, your right. bones kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like those exactly. bones. And then it happens naturally. You don't focus on the back. You fo- focus where you're seated.
1: Yeah, and this idea of, like, structural alignment. When we, although we have all different, you know, patterns and we have ingrained ways of being and moving in our body when we can set ourselves up structurally so that our head is aligned over our shoulders shoulders over hips Mm -hmm. hips over heels kind of thing if when we can get into that space our body holds itself up the hard part is we have these you know for for so long we have you know our heads been forward and so we have tight muscles in the back of our neck there's certain things that we do throughout our life that might be making that harder to happen. But at the end of the day, sitting up straight uh, can be fairly easy um, when you're, again, thinking about this idea of just stacking yourself rather than trying to flock yourself into
0: this unnatural position. Exactly. Like being mindful about what's happening. That's the hard part. instead
1: of thinking about you know although these are all so important right what your arms are doing or your hands like bring it back I always start at the center sometimes I start at the feet sometimes it's the head but like how can I align myself so that I'm sitting up tall feeling open and strong and confident and then from there the kind of auxiliary I'm like waving my limbs around right now (laughs) but you're you then you can figure out your arm positioning and Um, When you have that challenging patient that can't sit back like how you adjust yourself from there Comes a little bit more naturally when you understand, you know, basic alignment of your body
0: Right exactly and one of the first offices that I worked in I actually didn't really like sitting and so I Mm -hmm. actually would put the patient up like a high as it could go, and I would stand. I'm like, this feels better in my body. Not saying that that's the correct way, mm-hmm. but for me to feel aligned, I love that word. I love that ease, the word alignment, because I feel like we can apply that to so many things in our life, but that's what I felt comfortable in. And then ironically, the next office, the periodontal office that I work in, um, we everyone just stands most of the time. We do have a, a saddle chair, but like, none of us really use it, and it's just funny how I'm like, it just, I find the most alignment as I stand. I feel like my ergonomics are the best, and it's so much easier for me to move around, um, like, clock positions and all the things. For me, everyone needs to find what's the best alignment for them. Yep, I was literally just going to say that. I love that.
1: I think practicing, I think everyone's really different, but introducing or exploring standing versus sitting or you know flopping between the two i think is really important a lot of people say in the dental hygiene industry or dental industry like oh standing is just like it's better then you're not sitting a lot of things are easier and while part of that is true there's also the element of you can stand very out of alignment and you can Mm -hmm. stand with awful posture and still have pain or be putting pressure on certain areas of the body that aren't meant to take that load. So there you know posture and alignment goes is, is the same when you're or not the same but it's the same element when you're standing or sitting and both can be really valuable. Everyone's body is different. Finding what works for you in the season of your life that you're in is very important.
0: Exactly cuz you don't know if people like do they have sore in their feet and they need to stand sit or or maybe it's easier to stand, but yeah, there's so many options. Have you tried those Ergo loops yet?
1: I actually have a pair of Lumadent Ergo loops. I really like theirs. I have their demo pair actually. So I practiced before I think Ergo loops were becoming a thing then, but I just have like a um or had I sold them uh, a pair of oroscopic loops loops which were amazing but i'm looking at the ergo loops and i'm like that would have made my head feel so much better um i think there's only a few on the market i think andal Lumident have are, are the main ones but you don't even have to look down it literally looks down for you so it keeps your head in alignment and i think that's that honestly is probably one of the most important things for dental professionals because We are, our culture is in this space of being on our phones and on our computers. And that forward head carriage is very, very common and can lead to so many issues, jaw pain, carpal tunnel, neck and shoulder pain, back pain, low back pain. Even I think a lot of us see that or have seen that like image where it has someone standing up fully in alignment and what the weight of the head is there. And then the more that their head goes forward, the more weight is put on the rest of the body. And our spine was literally designed with the curves that it has to, uh, to take certain loads and for the body to move the way it does. But when we position our head even a little bit forward, if you're thinking about for eight hours a day or even half that time, that puts a big load and a lot of pressure on the other areas of the body that aren't meant to take that. So clearly I'm a fan
0: of Ergo Loops. <laughs> yeah, I think that they're amazing. I actually have a... them? Oh, no. Not yet. But I love them. I, th- I would love some someday, but just not yet. I have Orascoptic and then the... Like all the brands are great, you know. But the, I really want to try this. But I have a friend that's been practicing hygiene for like 20 years and... She had so many back problems. It hurt so Mm -hmm. bad. And then she started using the ergo loops, and it's gone. All her back pain is gone. And how cool is that? Because I feel like the ergo loops, like, you can do it. You can have good ergonomics with a lot of different types of loops. But for her, that was a really good instrument for her to use and practice. Mm -hmm. And what she needed. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's... probably was a way because if they're designed for you and measured to you you you're forced to sit up in this upright position and if you even lean to this side or do this like droopy thing it changes what you're seeing so you are literally forcing yourself into proper positioning and i think a lot of people when we start to implement better ergonomics and you know we're for example like pressing our head up and back or our shoulders down and back when we're doing these things, it can be uncomfortable. Our body is literally Mm -hmm. like, wait, lady or man, you have literally done, like put me in this position for this long, this is what I'm used to. So when we do other things, it can be uncomfortable. Um, So when we're, not to say forced, but when we're using ergo loops or something like that, or even this could be true for like a saddle stool, when we're forced by something else to sit up and have better alignment, we build that muscle memory a lot quicker, and things become easier and easier as we do them.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a practice. I think Mm -hmm. that as dental professionals, you know, we all have that type A personality. We want to be perfect now. Mm -hmm. And so that can put a lot of pressure on us, and we could feel overwhelmed. So do you have a tip on how we can be mindful of different areas of our body and workspace? without okay. becoming overwhelmed this
1: is one of the biggest issues i think why a lot of people are still stuck in the same pattern that they're in because it, it can be very overwhelming especially if you didn't have a lot of training or you know you haven't been mindful ergonomically for a long time that can be like very yeah very different and very jarring so a couple of things that I work with my clients on and that really helped me was like, what is like, what's, what is the biggest problem or what are you like? If you have multiple areas of discomfort, what's like the bigger one or the bigger issue? And really, and maybe it's not the bigger issue. Maybe it's, maybe it's just the first issue that comes to mind, but starting with one piece of the puzzle to start. So for instance, the head, just being hyper-focused on that. Maybe you have your post-its out, maybe you continue to remind yourself of that, Um, but starting with one piece at a time, and oftentimes starting with one piece, again, just simplifies things, but oftentimes just by adjusting the head over and over, oftentimes then we, without even realizing, we'll adjust the shoulders or we'll just be more mindful of other things or things start to just naturally fix themselves because of the one piece. So I'd say that's like the, the biggest thing is, is start with one thing. Um, something I have all of the uh, students inside the aligned hygienist do is to take, we, we have a posture clinic one day and an ergonomic clinic another day, but I have them take pictures of themselves or videos of them either. Well, the posture clinic would just be them standing in specific positions, but the ergonomic one is just watch yourself work. Look at your alignment and if you have no idea why you're in pain or what you need to fix it can be very confronting uh but very eye-opening to just watch yourself work and you can most people can pick something out pretty quickly and again just just focus on one thing and do that one thing for a bit of time and cont- it's it's a progress it's a, it's the journey it's not just a light switch gonna fix it overnight. Um, So just starting to slowly introduce awareness of this area and then start to create change. And then over and over, you're building that muscle memory and it's going to stick at some point.
0: I love that because it's one thing at a time. And so then it can help us not be overwhelmed. Like I was uh, experiencing some pain in my right leg and I, Mm. I was like, why, why do I have this pain? Like there is no reason for it. And so then I decided to be mindful and just observe my body as I worked. And then that day I noticed oh, every time I click the pedal for like the ultrasonic, it tenses up. Mm-hmm. And so then I decided, okay, release that energy. You don't need to tense up, Heather, when mm-hmm. you click the ultrasonic. And then after a few days of doing that, the pain went away. And so, and that's something that I would need to practice for a long time. So, what you've said it really resonates with me
1: yeah I love I, I love that that literally is like music to my ears I had so many instances like that of my biggest thing which I, I still struggle with a lot because of my accent but was my left shoulder um, and I always wanted to have that like uh, chicken wing arm out to the side and slowly over time, I just started noticing, like just being really present at the beginning of my appointment with my patient, listening to my patient. And that presence brought me into a presence of mindfulness. And anytime that wing would want to pop out, I'm just like, okay, what if I practiced with it in, 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 in. And then the more that I brought it in, then it was like, okay, can I, can I breathe and relax in this space? Because I think a lot of dental professionals on top of tensing certain muscles or being in, no, not ideal positioning. I think a big part is we are constantly inundated. A lot of us are stressed and overwhelmed in general. And when you add that tension or that imbalance in the body with being stressed, it creates a ripple effect and it, it definitely adds on. There's a huge connection with chronic pain and stress in the body and the mind.
0: Oh yeah. Don't get me started on the spiral. <laughs> I just spiral down. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I've had those moments (laughs) where like one thing goes wrong and then we just keep it, just keeps happening. It's the ripple effect, exactly like what you're saying. So, if we can do one thing at a time instead and not have that big picture, like, oh, I have to do everything perfect today, just do the one, one tooth at a time, one moment at a time. Yeah, yeah, make it more
1: simple for yourself, definitely. Yeah,
0: I think that you saying all of this helps a lot of my listeners and the listeners today help give that you're giving them permission to do one thing at a time that we don't have to be perfect today and that is so profound because if we feel overwhelmed then how are we going to have success like give permission to not be perfect just work on one thing at a time I, my heart and my body and my mind I'm just jumping up and down with giddy right now i yes. I everything that you've said has resonated with me and I just feel like that you're a huge kindred spirit I am so thankful for you coming onto the podcast today Do you have any last words that you would like to share with us?
1: Uh, I think just going off of of what you said about one thing at a time remembering that Our career is a lifelong journey. And so optimizing your health and in finding a way to optimize your health, whether it's ergonomics or how you're taking care of yourself outside the or mindfulness, um, it's, it's a journey and it takes time and be patient with yourself. And just remember the bigger goal is to feel better and to feel good in your body. And it didn't, you didn't get to the point that you're at just overnight, it took Mm -hmm. time unconsciously, probably to get to this point. So just, yeah, be patient, love yourself and take care of yourself because it's worth it. And again, it's a, it's the long game. And, And so slowly introducing changes over time will, will support your mind and your body.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. And it can help, um, lengthen our careers hygienists too emotionally and physically in all the Mm -hmm. things but Mm -hmm. i would really love the, the listeners to be able to contact you if needed um what are ways that they can contact you
1: yeah i am on instagram quite a bit my instagram handle is underscore caitlin parsons and i have a website all i have a bunch of freebies a chairside guide uh, all my programs and everything is on there that's caitlinparsons.com as we shared earlier i have a podcast the aligned hygienist and yeah reach out instagram or on my website if you have questions if something lands for you um, please don't hesitate to reach out
0: all right great thank you and i'll add all those links On the podcast notes and everything. But thank you so much, Caitlin. You are an inspiration and helping so many hygienists improve their careers and their minds.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you having me on, and you too are an inspiration.
0: Thank you again for our guest, Caitlin Parsons, for being on the Yoga Teeth podcast today. I will go ahead and add her contact in the show description. If you have any mindful tips that can improve a dental hygiene career, I would love to hear them. I am always wanting to improve on this important topic. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Yoga Teeth. I'm Heather Bolton, the Yogi Hygienist. Namaste.